This is the good one. Take one. Take one. Take two. Take three. I listened to a lot of the Aquabats growing up. Yeah. And they have a song called Magic Chicken. Mm-hmm. It's just about chicken. And at the beginning of the song, he goes, all right, we're rolling. This is the good one. Take one. And that's so tonight when we were recording, that's all I said over and over again. So, um, you said you well, want to start yeah. with an, an analogy. Well, I want to start with a welcome. Oh, we Let's do that. Do that. <laughs> Let's actually welcome everybody. And then we'll yeah, go. Of course. Yeah, no. Uh, glad to have you with us. Yeah, totally. Oh, man. Uh, tw- 12, 9, this, 10 weeks. This is our 12th. And 12? we're done. This okay. is it. Yeah. So if you've been tuning in. I mean, 12 weeks ago, we sat down. We were like, here's here's this journey. Yeah. And I can't believe that we're at the end already. It's, it's been crazy, crazy, crazy. And, crazy. I, and I will tell you, through this journey, we're talking about vibes and the fruit of the spirit. I have dramatically seen a work refreshed, at least in my perspective, maybe not all of my behaviors, mm-hmm. but the way I visualize my life. And as I look in the mirror and an understanding of God's grace and active work that's happening inside, but I'm seeing some of those things happen in behavior wise, but just the perspectives I have in just seeing much more of grace for people in general and seeing and trusting God to work in and through them because mm. outside of Christ, we're not going to grow, you know, we just don't have the ability to grow. Yeah. Um, and so, and just really getting a, a much better, I think, global perspective on the fruit of the spirit and the more and more I've seen how important these things really are. And really, I think most important, our walk with Jesus is Mm -hmm. like, I think if this is all we focused on, these things we talked about for the rest of our lives, we'd still be hungry. Like Mm -hmm. it's that kind of continued journey, but we'd be most satisfied on this journey. There, I think after kind of talking through this, they're more attainable than I ever thought they were. Mm -hmm. Like they're like, Oh, we ended up at some very practical kind of like, oh yeah, these are like just small practical things we can do to kind of experience these things in deeper levels. Um, but I think there's also more depth to them. Like you're never going to check off the box and be like, Nope, I'm done with that one. You know? So, um, well, Hey, yeah, we had, uh, we were just kind of talking a little bit before we got started and I went to the dentist today. I was kind of sharing my story and, um, we started talking about, just dentist. Just dentist. And, and like, I don't know, oral hygiene yeah. and like taking care of our teeth and, and you, routines. Yeah. And you said to me, you're like, dude, I got a spiritual analogy for the dentist and spirituality. Yeah. And I was like, dude, okay, start with that. Yeah. So I don't know it yet. So he doesn't know it yet. I didn't tell it to him. Because if I told it to him, I would, I have some great things that I want to say on the podcast. Okay. And if I tell you ahead of time. Yeah. Then I'm like, I check that box and I'm like, okay, it's been expressed to Tim. <laughs> and then I won't bring it up in the podcast. And I'm driving home and I'm like, oh, there were like 13 other points I wanted to make. But because I told you while I was setting up, I didn't make them. So that's why I didn't tell you the the analogy. Got but it. I don't know. It's this idea of like, uh, like oral hygiene's um, long term. Mm. You're playing like the long game with oral hygiene and like keeping your teeth clean and good like you don't have to but it only it leads to problems and i know there's like genetic things or whatever so don't read into this analogy too deep but (laughs) it's similar to spiritual like care Mm. in that um i i like to think that uh prayer Mm -hmm. is like brushing Mm. because it's pretty easy to do and get in that routine and like even if you forgot to pray you can quickly be like oh uh lord uh you know like as you're driving to work or like yeah. you can kind of cover it and like yeah. create like a pretty easy routine from prayer yeah, yeah. um and um reading the word re- like being in the word is like flossing because mm. it's way harder to do mm. it hurts sometimes yeah but it's probably the more important of the two mm. like 
I guess for our breath, like it's important to, you know, and don't read into this Get analogy too deep, but like, <laughs> it's good to brush your teeth, but like yeah. in terms of actually taking care of your yeah. teeth, yeah. flossing is. Well, dentists say, if you're going to choose one or the other, pick flossing, yeah. but it's actually most healthy for you, even over brushing. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that we default a lot to, um, because it's easy. Like I think most people, I like to think that most people brush. Yeah. <laughs> It's hit or miss on if most people floss, you know, yeah. you're probably, I don't know what that, what that statistic is, but I would like to think that most people brush their teeth and it's probably similar in our, in our Christian walk. If you're kind of, you know, it's, it's pr- most people probably pray. Yeah. I don't know how many people are regularly in the word, you mm-hmm. know? And so there's this, like this idea of maintaining yeah. and then to take it a step further. And this is usually where I start with this analogy. Camp is like going like, like church camp uh-huh. or like retreats. Yeah. Or getting away for a couple of days, like in the mountains or getting away spiritually, just kind of, yeah. It's like going own. to the dentist yeah. and you got a deep clean and yeah. And, and you get that deep clean. And then every time I leave the dentist, I'm like, that's it. I'm, I'm going to floss regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to, and you know what happens? <laughs> I get lazy and tired and yeah, I stop doing yeah. it. And then, uh, I get their little reminder card in the mail. Actually, yeah. it's kind of a running joke with my dentist, uh-huh. uh, with my dental hygienist. Um, uh, every time I'm in and she asks if I've been flossing and then she goes, Oh wait, just when you get the card, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like that's a, just when you get the card in yeah, the mail, that's yeah. when you start. Well, it's you know? funny is at your house and I saw the card sitting on the fridge uh-huh. and I was yep. like, Oh, and he's got a dentist appointment. Yep. That means I started flossing. Yeah. Got it. And I wonder that's how funny. much, like if we know we're going to have like big spiritual things coming up, yeah, we start, start kind flossing. of trying to put our life together yeah, more yeah, so yeah. that we're not, we don't have to like address things or mm, be convicted about yeah, things. Yeah. And then once we're done, we kind of, so anyways, or, that was, you know, growing up, it's funny as going to camp and everything. I know for me, I've gone through seasons where I didn't rely on the actual dental hygiene, the spiritual dental hygiene. And I just like hoped camps were enough. And yeah. the reality is like going to the dentist, like, um, obviously you have been brushing. Obviously you have problems. And it, it actually is like we use it like a mask, like it's yeah. enough, but it's really not. It's and it's like we can day. address this, yeah. but it would be a whole lot easier if you just took care of it yeah. in the day Regularly. in and day out right. stuff. Yeah. 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 And I think, too, what's funny is I remember going to the dentist as a kid and think it would be hilarious um, to eat Oreos before I showed up at the dentist. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> so showing up, just smiling and the dentist going, no, 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 go brush your teeth. <laughs> so funny doing this yeah oh man that's funny so funny but speaking of this and i like what you're talking about is like this spiritual disciplines and you know working through this these gifts of the spirit and looking at all these different fruit of the spirit and one of those being self-control which we talked about faithfulness um a lot of these have to do with what you just talked about, this practice, mm-hmm. this kind of ongoing, regular, you know, we're, we're going to do this thing. And the more you do it, the easier it gets, the better it gets. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the analogy you gave. It was a couple of weeks ago about the magnets, that if we're practicing the things of faith, yeah. not the things of the world, um, that it's just this natural polar opposite yeah, that you can only do one opposed. or the other. Yep. Yeah. And, and I really love that perspective in that it's not that we're trying not to do bad things, but it's the practicing of the things of faith and it's in that that naturally the things of this world will just repel off of us Mm -hmm. more and more we begin to practice those things and i really think that that is like beginning to see this world view the world around me and the chaos that we're ensuing i mean right now it's the middle of september we're dealing with the politics that we're dealing with covid like can we open can we not all the craziness ensued with that it's been months since we've been a part of these things and spending this time really looking at key issues in our life and the fruit of our life as and 
I spend a lot of time counseling people. Mm -hmm. I'm finding a lot of people are at their worst. Mm. And that we're in a key moment where we have choices. And I, it's interesting, the few people I've talked to where they're just like dealing with just things in their life that are plaguing them, therefore guilt and shame because of walking that polar opposite, things of the flesh versus things of life. Yeah. That their response, though, are try to be these religious quick fixes, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. And I remember having this conversation with somebody and they're like, and I just, I just, I'm done. Like I want to be done with Christianity because their response of trying to read the Bible more and not getting in anything out of it. And they began to feel the same way they're feeling dealing with that habitual sin that they were dealing with. Mm. That they, and I looked and I said, good, you stopped it. Because your response of trying to fix it yourself, and I've been there, so I knew exactly what right. they were talking about, was just as bad as the act itself because you're trying to take control both of the non-religious and or self-religious items. And in this, I'm hoping through this podcast and this series, that if we can learn anything, that when we look in the mirror, that it's not about the quick fixes, that mm-hmm. it's just about that surrender. Yeah. And in that place of surrender, we trust that if Christ really is the one who's going to finish the good work that he began in us, mm-hmm. and then if we're in this place where I remember Jesus talking to the, to the disciples that fell asleep at the Garden of Gethsemane, mm-hmm. and he goes, okay, guys, pray with me. And he walked back to them after three times asking him, please stay awake, please, 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 and them not doing it, really. Like, can't believe that. He says... I've been sleepy before. I'm yeah. Like, I got it. But God of the world, right? <laughs> your spirit is willing, but your flesh is weak. Mm-hmm. And I, I think in this conversation, I've seen how often my life, instead of my focus for years has been how weak my flesh is, mm-hmm. but my perspective over the last 12 weeks has changed to look at my spirit being willing. Wow. And in that place of your spirit being willing, there's hope. And that's because yeah. of the new work of Christ and resting in... That that is a perfect place. That's that tension That's we're so talking good. about. Yeah. And so my hope is, as you guys have listened to this, people, you know, over the last, I mean, two, three months now, twelve weeks. Yeah. That if we're wow. leading you into something, that it's this place where if you're truly in your spirit, really trying to follow Jesus, that that is such. A, that's the best place we can be. Yeah. And that our responses on either side of religious or rejecting it or whatever, like I just, something in my soul says, I want to try and be like Jesus. Just keep scratching on that. Yeah. Keep leaning into that. Keep pursuing that little tiny voice. And in that place, that tipping point of moving from fear into faith, from, from anger into joy, from, uh, uh, from complaining to thanksgiving, mm-hmm. those things will, will, will tip at some point. If, when, how exactly all that plays out, I don't know. And that's different, I think, in each one of our journeys with faith. But, man, you learn to have great, much more grace for people. And instead of looking, and again, it's that that mirror of, you know what? No, my flesh isn't, yeah. my flesh is weak. But I don't re- hang my hat on that. I hang my hat on my spirit is willing. That is, Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Lord, for that. I love how you frame that. That's so good. It's not me. It's the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> well, thinks. I know. But, I mean, you read through it and you can, you think, like, okay, like, Jesus is just frustrated with these guys, so he just no. kind of shoots that line yeah. at him. And yeah. and when you think, like, man, that's that's exactly me. Yeah. My, my spirit is willing. My flesh is weak. And how easy it is to, like, focus on, well, my flesh is weak mm-hmm. and not focusing on the spirit being willing is, yeah. is really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm... I don't know if I've talked about this before. I feel like, you know, like there's certain, I uh, can't cross my legs that way uh, as it. No, okay. So, um, as the joke goes, right? Like a CrossFitter, a, uh, I don't know if I can say the whole joke, but 
Hey, Anyways, uh, market uh, is explicit. <laughs> a, a, a CrossFitter walks into the bar. We know because he told us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. How about just a CrossFitter and a vegan walk into a bar? We know because they told us, yes. right? Like, <laughs> it's so such a great joke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and a cat owner. <laughs> yeah, and a cat owner. Yeah, exactly. I was like, who am I going to? Yeah, I tactfully was like, who can I offend? Oh, yeah, I don't mind CrossFitters and vegans. Let's fight. Uh, but just the vegans, not the CrossFitters. No. Um, but uh, I... It's a weird thing. I, I have a Peloton, mm-hmm. um, and I, I love to do the – well, I ride mountain bikes for fun. Yeah. And so I just – when we found out we were pregnant, I had already that summer had gotten, like, dad bod comments without the perspective of becoming a dad. And I was like, oh, God, like, I'm just – I'm over 30. I'm Which direction am I going to tip? And uh, my sister and, uh, has has one, and – um, I like to ride my mountain bike on the weekends, but that's about the only time I can get away to do it. And so, uh, that was kind of that push in the direction a year ago. I celebrated my one year, uh, oh. of Peloton ownership. Nice. Um, and there's, you know, it's, there's a lot of kind of like motivational kind of stuff that they say. And some of these things I've really latched onto. And this morning I was riding and, uh, during the ride, um, the instructor, she said, Practice makes progress. Wow. And I've never, like, I've heard practice makes perfect, mm-hmm. you know. And then as a math teacher, I'd tell my students, practice doesn't make perfect. Perfect practice makes perfect. Okay. I've heard that too. Because yeah, yeah. if you practice something wrong, right. it, well, it's specifically with math, if you, mm-hmm. if you strengthen doing something wrong, you're not going to eventually just do it enough times where you're doing it right. Right. You need to actually do it correct the first time through mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So practice makes perfect, perfect practice makes perfect. And then, um, she was just kind of talking about like practice makes progress. Mm -hmm. She just, I mean, it was a very quick line that she dropped, but I've kind of been sitting on that all day as I've been talking about or thinking about kind of talking through this tonight and wrapping up the series and, you know, put these things into practice. Mm -hmm. And, um, this idea that, um, practice makes progress. Mm -hmm. So, even if you're not doing it, and I, I would, you know, backpedal a little bit on that perfect practice makes perfect kind of thing in this context. Um, but just practicing these kind of manifestations of the spirit or looking for opportunities to respond to the spirit mm. that, that love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, that that we would look for opportunities to respond to the spirit. And I think the conversations that we've had over the last 12 weeks have, um, have brought us to a point where we can, we can both kind of look at these and go, well, it doesn't mean like we've fleshed out Mm -hmm. what that can actually look like to practice those things. Mm -hmm. Um, so practice makes progress. Mm -hmm. So even if you just try, yeah. I think there's there's just something to be said that it can bring us to a place where you look back and you go, you know, wow, I don't even think, I don't remember working that hard at this. Yeah. Yeah. And my life is different because yeah. I've just kind of committed to it. So yeah. I guess that's, you know. Um, I, and I, I agree 1,000% with that. I think so peop- So many people, including myself, and I, I, you're hitting it on the head because um, – people are so afraid of practicing the wrong thing spiritually. Yeah. And I genuinely believe like if you really like are working towards like, I was just talking to somebody about this last night. They're like, I think I'm supposed to do this. And I was like, great. Like spiritually, like 
I like you're pursuing trying to just honor God in that. Like yeah. that's a genuine thing. That's not violating scripture. It's not like, Oh, I'm going to go become a polygamist for Jesus. That's like, no, that's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's extremely dangerous, buddy. You know, but it was very much like, I think like I want to try this solitude thing or whatever it is for a season. I said in like work towards that and figure yeah. out what that looks like and test that out. And, but I don't know how, who cares? Like literally start like, somewhere. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's funny because like, I think back in my own life and I appreciate you saying this because there's so many things that if I don't feel like I could do really well or get perfect, I just didn't do it. And yeah. I would reject it. And just yesterday, we got a new Switch, Nintendo Switch. Uh-huh. So finally got one. I've been trying since COVID. To oh, get man. One. Yeah. I don't know what I was thinking. But anyways. I, best Nintendo may have invented COVID just for the <laughs> Switch sales. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. You heard it here first, folks, because yeah, it'll come yeah. out. That, that was the case, <laughs> the Nintendo. Um, and so we got it, and a little buddy Calvin, and we're playing uh, the Mario Kart one. Uh-huh. And he hated using the controller, but figured out you could use the controller like a steering wheel. So that was kind of fun. And so he got last like twice, and he was done. He's like, I got last. And I was like, yeah, it's okay, dude. You're practicing. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Like, this is fun, right? But I got last, so I'm not good at it. I don't want to play anymore. I'm like, dude, let's just have fun. And so we figured I got Olivia involved. So three of us were racing then and, and we're just having fun. And, and he got better. He got 11th. I said, see, you got better that time, but he had no idea what he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, but through just the practice of it, two or three games, he got like 10th on another one, you know? And so I think it's totally cheesy, but it's aligning up to rate. What you're saying is that I was so afraid to not do it right. And, be judged by people when they look at me as I struggle to read, you know, or write or whatever it was in my, my walk of it or pray. I know so often I've heard people like oh, I man. can't pray cause I've never prayed in front of somebody. Yep. Yep. And it's like, I wish in my hope now I wish we're, I really want to build a culture that it's okay to like practice and fall on your face. Yeah. The best experiences I had skateboarding was those when we go to the skate park or just guys who were just confident in who they were and just included even the little groms in the uh-huh. sessions where they'd bring him and go, hey, you just cut that guy off. Let me teach you about the skateboard etiquette. And the ones that were ready to learn and like that, he, and just go, yeah, I'm not very good. Like teach me. And like, the, yeah. I, it's just such a fun experience compared to walking to the parks where it's like the guys who think they're awesome and they're just such jerks. And so often churches have been like that. Yep. And and it's, it's this case I'm hoping that, that you, our audience and our friends that are listening and family that that it's in that practice of that pursuit that our f- our flesh is weak, but our spirit is willing in pursuing the things of God. That is the, just the best place to be. Yeah. I think I'm learning the more I read through scripture from Genesis revelation, that when you think you're okay is when we're, it's really dangerous or we think we're so bad is also very dangerous. Mm-hmm. It's living in this place, that tension of I need God's grace and it's this active practice and trusting him to make things new as I take these steps of faith. And, oh, you ask me to care for those who. That was a weird sound. That was a weird sound. Well, we got three other people here. Okay. Someone push. else's problem. Yeah. I don't know. I think I'll push pause to check on it real quick. I don't even know where I was going. So whatever it was, just in this practice is that, oh, that's what I was saying is when I look through scripture, the narrative of, mm-hmm. of, of scripture in that living in this place of either when we think we've got it all figured out or when we think we're just so bad, but it's resting in that, in that tension of faith and trust. And then also just taking those many steps of faith. So like, for example, for me, like the homeless in the area here, it's overwhelming how many homeless that are mm-hmm. here. And of course I deal with a lot on our property, 
Um, with I've had graffiti, tons of trash. I've dealt with uh, poop, like human feces. I've had to clean up multiple times. So it begins to erode on my my honestly like just the like desire to help because I have to deal with so much just meh. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my neighborhood, like we're trying to go on a walk with the kids and the, the streets are covered, like literally covered up and down our streets. Like you can't really? walk on some of our streets. If you drive up some of our streets here, um, mm. the, it's so covered in trash and stuff. It's hard to go up and down. And I remember going just to Baskin Robbins. I wasn't there, but Pam was with the kids and a homeless little woman walks in and throws a hot cup of hot coffee against the wall. It splashes everywhere. She's screaming inside the store. So we've just been dealing with quite a bit. Yeah. Well, as a result, I began because I feel so overwhelmed because it feels like so much I can't do anything about it. Well, the Holy Spirit convicted me. And just because I can't make it perfect or could fix everything, he said, you can start by praying. Mm. Fix the attitude. Like, right? Just be prayerful so that when I say act, your heart and your mind is aligned with the movement so that I can work through you in that. And however small it is, doesn't matter. And so now as I drive, I don't feel the way I used to feel. And that's part of going through this series is watching those things move and shape. So as I'm driving my heart, I was literally coming to work here, just bawling my eyes out like, Lord, it's, there's so much hopelessness and only you can bring the hope that these yeah. people need. Um, and it's in that hopelessness that they're lost and there's despair and there's a compassion that's building in my soul. And I know that with that type of thinking and movement towards like just trusting the Lord. Okay, well, what's next? Then I'll trust him with that. But again, yeah. sometimes you've got to start with the that that clear understanding and movement towards practicing. And it again, oh, I, we don't I like I don't I especially as adults. I think as children, and I, I think I've talked about this before. Everything's in transition when you're a kid. Yeah, and and things are changing constantly. So you just kind of learn to go with it. And I think you hit an age in adulthood where you kind of settle, like your life settles, you're not transitioning as much. And like, mm. and it, it makes any different kind of experience daunting Yeah, where you're like, and, and then on top of that, we don't like being bad at things. And a lot of times during transitions, when you're restarting something, Ooh. you're not good at it. No, you're not. That's so And right. so we fight to avoid yeah. those things. Or we say, yeah. well, the only way that I can really help is I need to build a homeless center. I, you know, like that's mm-hmm. really how we're going to address this is we need like yeah. a full change our political system. That's right. And like crazy things. Yeah. We need to, we need to build, you know, um, showers and rehabilitation mm-hmm. and, and, you know, get, get, and, you start building out this end game of like, yeah, sure, you could end up there. And that's what we would like to see, I yeah. think, a lot of the times. But but then taking the step of just changing the way you think about someone when you see them. And really, I'm holding fast to the promise that when God says to act, I've read through scriptures where Jesus, the demoniac, literally their life is completely changed because of one interaction and meeting Christ. Yeah. And that the work, the miraculous work that he can do in people's lives, but I can't step out on that kind of faith to pray for somebody for that to happen, that then become an influence to their cities and everything. And maybe my steps of faith is to get a shout, do those types of things to the homeless in the area. Maybe it's to pray for somebody who just literally their lives. I have no idea. But if I'm not at least changing my thinking in my mind right. from complaining and just being a turd to... I need to be prayerful. Lord, soften my heart. Show me and I'm open to act when you tell me to act and I'll do it to, you know, 
whatever I, you were calling me to in that moment, whether it's go, which we did for a homeless person, get a hotel for them for a week. This yep. was a few weeks ago, help, you know, take care of some things and things. But it's like, okay, what is it you want me to act? Because I can't do that for everybody. But right. when he tells to move, we're going to move. But it wouldn't have happened first without that movement of prayer. So out of all the weeks, we had hmm. 10 things we talked about. 10? Is it 10? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. So nine things. We're actually at 11 weeks, not 12. Okay. Um, I don't know anything. Out of all of those, I'd what are some of the big ones that stood out for you? Uh, oh, and man. some of the big themes that you pulled out of this for you? <sighs> I think there were a lot of them. I think for me, the kind of pillar ones that I left here and like was driving home was just like, that was a, I enjoyed that conversation. Mm. I feel like we really covered a lot of ground and talked about things. Uh, joy mm-hmm. was one of them for me. Yeah. Um, peace was a hard one for me because I, I struggle so much with kind of anxiety and work anxiety and some mm. of those things that like, um, that was that that was kind of the butt kicker one for me personally mm-hmm. um and then uh gentleness mm-hmm. and goodness yeah like when we talked about meekness and mm-hmm. and and gentleness and goodness um just I, those were conversations where i left going gosh that was just so fun to sit and talk through yeah. you know what those look like and and I look at them in my life differently now, Mm. like the uh, meekness or gentleness Mm -hmm. and that I, that idea of like power under control doesn't mean power off. It means power. It means power appropriately applied. Yeah. You know, and um, I don't know, just really, really, really enjoyed that conversation uh, specifically. And then goodness and talking about how much, we kind of try to create our own goodness. And when we do that, there's no room for God to to impart his goodness upon us because anything that we work toward to create, we want to hold on to. And, you know, there's so much better in store from God that we we are missing because we are not letting go of what we're holding on to ourselves, you know? So I think those to me were, were a couple of my favorite kind of things that we talked through. What about you? You know, honestly, this for me, I, I think some of the conversations we had, and I encourage you to go back and listen in faith to our audience, because I will go out on a limb and say things that we talked about dramatically changed my perspective my understanding so much that it will affect my life and behaviors for the rest of my life. Dude. Yeah, same. And that it is it was pivotal <laughs> in some of the conversations we had in discipleship with one another, but also just in our walk with the Lord. And that this learning how to walk in the spirit and this walking not in fear of my flesh is weak, but in excitement and anticipation that my spirit is willing yeah. and that his righteousness will be given to me at, when he chooses like walking in that road. I cannot wait to see the fruit mm-hmm. that will well come played. out of us walking together in our repentance. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of confession that we did together. The fruit of that repentance. I cannot wait to celebrate one, two, five, ten, twenty years from now. And so if you're listening, I would encourage you if you did not go listen to any one of these times together, and I'm not touting, it just was. I think and this it just, is it it's, was honest, it was real, mm-hmm. and it was 
it was it was genuinely looking at scripture from that heart of not how to fix our flesh right but it's celebrating this life that we have in the spirit and practicing and we had no idea what we we're doing going into it and coming out of it going it has changed my trajectory for me personally so, and yeah. so i'll tell you this like my faith is stronger my um, ability to to look into and have grace for other people and trusting god to make walk work in their life meaning mm. my ministry even my relationship with my wife has dramatically changed and how to serve and love her um and ministry just all across the board dude and so i'll tell you this like i i'm excited for just the next season of just doing something fun kind of yeah. let like what happened percolate like this is one of those long time low slow like there's some things slow, that were yeah. weeded <laughs> the roots went a little deeper and just the It'll be months from now where we look back and that series that we come up with based on the fruit that we experienced from this last series. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for that, dude. I really am. And so that's how strong these 11 weeks that I feel like we've spent together. Um, and I'll tell you this. So I have a couple of people sent me one in particular um, kind of their um, testimonies, like some oh. things that went on for them over this last. And they this one in particular is like, dude, you could use my story and read it. So I'm going to read you the text that uh, he sent me. And you know, Scotty. Scotty, we love you. I know you listen to all of these. Um, and this is what he said to me, if I could find this message, because he's like, dude, I have to tell you this, that by, uh, Scotty, here it is, um, listening to the sermon and the series and just learning to walk in the fruit of the Spirit and practicing these things, this is what he said. He goes, thank God for the fruits of the Spirit, exclamation point. Um, today, today was truly an experience in patience. So this came out of the patience talks that we did. Um, he made an appointment um, a few day, nine days ago to take his mom to the bank. So he's helping care for his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's difficult at times. And so he said, and she's living in a home through COVID. This has been really hard. Try. I don't know if you've ever seen the lines at banks. Have you driven by and seen lines at banks? I'll go by a bank on a weekend on a Saturday. Some of you have been stuck in these lines and you're talking like 40, 50 people in lines to oh, get into banks. So awful. it's difficult to, to schedule these and trying to get his mom out of a home and get all that stuff. It already is hard enough to get that. Mm. And so he says, take the mom to the bank so they could, do some bank stuff. And I don't want to go, he get what got specific. And it's like, it's okay not to say that on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when they got there on time, um, his mom wasn't able to make the walk in the bank. So, cause again, she's, she w- was injured and she's been in recovery. So she's still in that recovery. Um, so, uh, uh, so I checked in for her and talked with one of the bank officers. Um, that bank officer volunteered to come to the car, which was really nice. I interviewed mom about the details that they needed to do. Um, and um, his mom was having a little difficulty communicating clearly what needed to be done. And so she didn't understand what was happening and she didn't want to stress his mom out. So she went and got the bank manager um, to, to help interview the situation. Basically he's trying to get it so that mom didn't have to go in the bank, right. clarify some things so Scotty can handle it. Dot, 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 dot. Um, I guess the manager came out, basically treated Scotty and his mom like they were just mm. trash which breaks my heart because I mean, it's difficult. It's already stressful. And so his response is this, he goes, and he, he accused that like, it just was tough. He's like, Oh man, this was really hard. And he said, I patiently took it in stride and said, thank you very much and have a blessed day and left. And if you know anything, like I've worked worked with Scott, he does a lot of stuff here and it's, he's, not a mean guy by any means, no, but a situation like this where when you have to get things done to pay bills and all these other things, because you have to pay for mom's health care, and there's a lot going right. on, it's crucial. And they'd already made appointments, made it to make it happen, and like it just wasn't working out. And 
there what clearly and the details in here were pretty rough were just unhospitable to try and make it work because they didn't follow the bank policies and they just physically couldn't yeah um he just took it in strides and he's just like you know okay and then he said he called the headquarters and did with it and dealt with it and they were able to and they were disgusted how it was handled but he goes it was only by god's grace is what he said i never lost my cool i never raised my voice and he said i guess studying these fruit of the spirit really is helping yes because that's <laughs> oh that's so encouraging yeah. you know and i and i've heard mo- lots of stories with other people um that it weren't like specific and share my story because I had reached right. out last, you know, and um, and he was just like, share this because it is encouraging. It is working even in your everyday practical mm-hmm. experiences you're having, just being reminded to go, can give it over to the Lord. And in these places of difficulties, surrendering to God, that those are the places where he's working. I like to call it like the rock tumbler of life. Yep. And I really think in this next season, because I think that we're not through COVID, not even close. And we're really not through the effects of the the cure for COVID, right. meaning all of the things we've done to kind of shut down and just the emotional, spiritual. I'm finding so many people are just their shadow self, in the words of Pete Scazzaro, for emotional, healthy spirituality. I'm going to be taking a group of people through that book. It's amazing, by the way. Um, the shadow self is just being exposed and mm. people don't know what to do with it. And they're freaking out because the old things they used to do, put on masks to hide those behaviors right. are gone. I feel like, you know, as a culture, as whatever, we've weathered all kinds of stuff and it's almost like we're like elastic, mm. you know, like we're elastic and, and could, could come back to, to our shape. Yeah. And this, the extended, just impact that COVID and the way that it has changed the world around us and the world that we experience and will continue to, that there's no end in sight feasibly, like at least to like returning to normalcy, Mm -hmm. um, that that elastic, it's like we stretched it out and when we let it go, it's going to just be like, yeah, like it's not going to return to shape. And then what do we do with that? How do we manage that? How do we walk forward and change. And I think that that's part of the, the calling to, um, to Christians right now is, I mean, I guess the question is if you're called. And one of the things that we really talked about was the importance of just responding faithfully. Mm. Like there's, as long as you are responding in faith to what you're being called to, Mm -hmm. um, you're probably walking in a, in the right direction. So, Yes, and I was funny because we were just having this conversation with somebody yesterday about mm-hmm. this, the whole COVID thing. And just literally, it was just marriage stuff. We're just talking yeah. through stuff. And I'm like, yeah, our marriage isn't very good. I was like, yeah, thanks for being honest because the beginning of COVID, ours wasn't either. Like, mm-hmm. it was tough. It was really tough. Um, but we're closer now. Like, honestly, Pam and I, it, it's by God, it's just, we're, it, have you ever heard the analogy back to back? arm to arm, face to face. And you really want to be operating like face to face, like in unity with one another. Um, and Pam and I really, it's just, you know, it's by God's grace. It's really good. Um, but we work through a lot of things and working through like having grace and learning to do that with one another. And I really feel like we have two choices in this season of COVID and it's going to be a long season. Um, I give the example like this. When I went to uh, lived overseas for the year I did, I feel like that one year of living overseas was like a um, 10 year 
experience and growing in my sanctification process. It was mm-hmm. like a speed up microwave version of like, if, if I was here for 10 years, I would have gotten out in my sanctification process the one year I did overseas. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it was like concentrated. Yeah. It was concentrated. And I really sense that during this season as Christians, count it all joy mm. in this season of suffering that we're in because we can come out of it one, two, five years from now, however long we're in this season for, that we can look back and go, our sanctification process and surrendering and growing in faith was fast forwarded. Like the heat just got turned up yep. and that dross that can come out if we allow God to work in our life and we will be... Um, we'll be better off for it if we allow it to. So if we become slave to our circumstances or we can surrender to God who has control even over all of this crazy stuff, there is something in our lives that we'll look back two, three, one year from now, however long it is and go, it was worth it. Which is crazy to say that that one year of insanity that I experienced overseas, I look back and go, I wouldn't trade it because who I am spiritually today because of that one year of crazy spiritual growth in my life. Um, that it is catalyst for so much more. Right. And I think there's, I mean, I would venture to say there's nothing more satisfying than to be at the center of God's will and to know that he is, he has you exactly where he wants you and is using you. You know, like there's nothing more satisfying than to know that God has you exactly where he wants you and he's using you. And through this season of like refinement and we could really focus on working on working on ourselves, but not from like a self-help kind of uh, perspective, but from a look, if I have, if I've been changed, then live changed, then I should live changed. And in living changed, uh, one of my favorite points at the, after the end of the list of the fruit of the spirit says against such things, there's no law. It's like, these are the things that we all really want out of life and that create more harmony in our lives. Mm-hmm. They're just, they're naturally what we're already looking for yeah. or they're supernaturally what we're already looking for. Mm-hmm. Naturally we're inclined toward self-destruction, yeah. but supernaturally we're inclined toward, um, toward this harmony that's created out of like these things manifesting in our lives. And so what an opportunity to like, to work on it, not just for the betterment of ourselves and our families, but think about um, uh, I, John Piper. I think I've quoted him through the whole series, so I might as well just do it again, right? But God is most glorified in us when we are most satisfied in him mm-hmm. in the midst of suffering. Yep. And to think that in the midst of our suffering, and I mean, if we take it on a relative scale, it's like really not that bad. Like I sure. still have running water and yep. air conditioning and a roof and, yep. you know, if we've we got switches have, to go play. And, you know, like first world problem. We have it's really not way that first bad. world. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like, it's like, ah, oh, but, um, there's still, I mean, there's still a suffering that we experience Absolutely. because it is changing what we, our expectations and mm-hmm. our norms and those things. Um, and, if God is most glorified when we're finding our satisfaction in him yeah. in the midst of these sufferings, and not only are we being satisfied in him, but he's actually changing us to be better, mm-hmm. and the way that we're living change is, ca- is causing positive change around us, think about how much more God is then glorified through the changed life that's mm-hmm. honoring him. Amen. And how much more satisfied than we are in it. So it's this like vicious cycle of like it just feeds itself, and I... I think that we should really lean into it during yeah. this time yeah. and that we've got plenty of stuff to think through and yeah. 
work on and yeah. focus on and and, and yeah. don't let it overwhelm you don't let it no, consu- no and don't no. let it consume you and don't just push it aside like yeah. sit in the tension like it's okay to sit in the tension and not have all the answers and not fix it right away and i think so often in the christian world is like here's the 12 things to fix it's like no like be okay with the uncomfortable in this season be okay with I don't have it figured out. Be yeah. okay with scratching the head. I mean, there's a reason why it's all throughout Scripture. This is a mystery. I think this that's why this is a mystery. I've enjoyed these conversations, especially like our first season was really fun, kind of just learning how to conversate with yeah. each other yeah, and yeah, kind yeah. of in yeah. this forum or yeah. in this uh-huh. in this platform. Yeah. And this just feels like, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks. Um, and and Tim, you've done a lot more prep than I have. <laughs> Um, partially because you were preaching, preaching through the series (laughs) as well. And, but I think there's something that's been refreshing about like, these aren't conversations with talking points of like, okay, let's, let's kind of talk with each other, but to our talking points so that Mm. we can get our point across. Yeah. It's been more like, let's like wrestle through this in a conversation yeah. and not have the answers yeah. and maybe come to them, maybe yeah. not. And, you know, Just be okay and like, it. I think that, um, that's a lot more, um, in alignment with kind of the, the faith journey that totally. the majority of us have yep. than like a four point sermon, Totally, you know? So this is for those that grow one. from four point sermons, more power to you. You know, and I've and I've heard my share that have Absolutely. just changed my life. Totally. But it's not one size fits all. And hopefully, you know, initially coming into this, I was like, gosh, I don't really want to be like overtly Christian about the podcast. <laughs> like I, like, and then it, at at some point, the it switched, and it was like, you know what? I am overtly it's Christian. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. there's no way I can talk about yeah. you know anything devoid of of. Um, the lens of Christ that I look through yeah, in the gospel. Yeah, so yeah. lean into it. Yeah. So hopefully we've never come across as too preachy. I, I, I don't think that that would be the case. So. I don't think, <laughs> I don't know. We haven't had points for you to go and change your life or no follow homework. or this no and homework. that. And, and <laughs> except for if you've been changed, live changed. <laughs> if you've been changed, live changed. Well, that's more of a challenge, yeah, right? That's, that's, that's yeah. a challenge. So, yeah. you know, um, I just, I'm looking forward to next season. Dude. I think that this season was great. We're kind of, it's funny, at the end of our first season, we were like, we know exactly what we're doing, yep, yep, exactly where we're yep. going, and it was mapped out because... Well, it's funny, the next season has birthed, birthed out of just so many conversations. Yes. So like our pre and post, we've been talking a lot about music and movies and TV shows and how it's moved us and kind of encouraged us in our lives or our faith or challenged our thinking, challenged our emotions, and we're foreshadowing and we're example, you know, hey, next season, yeah. we haven't figured out what we're going to call it or anything, but I, we're just going to have fun because I, I think this is that pencil we talked about, like... We've been so deep spiritually and have been moved that it gets okay to take a season where we're going to have great, fun conversations, things that I think we're extremely passionate about. And we'll probably tie in. I mean, they will tie in because we are who we are. and So and it's not going to be like we're going to do – so we're developing what it's going to look like. But what I love about this is I love telling stories. I'm a storyteller. I love making and crafting stories and videos and that kind of stuff. And I, it comes from my love of movies and TV shows. And I like music, but you like 
love, oh, I music. love music. And there's been a lot of music that has moved me as well. Um, and so we're going to take a season. It's going to be a handful of weeks and we're going to have fun. And we're going to talk about movies, music, TV shows, and just in see what happens with that. Because it's a, this, maybe we'll call this podcast scratching the itch because I think that's just yeah. what we've done so far is like, this is something we're interested in and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And that's what we've done so far. And as a result, this one particular has been awesome. And I already know emotionally we've been moved just talking about some of the music and things that have affected us that much. So a teaser where it's going to be fun. It really yeah. will be. Yeah. And I it, hope so. It's going to be good. So be. look, look for in the couple of next week or two, you'll see that come through. It'll, it'll get launched the same channel, same place, same information. Um, but we're going to have some darn fun just talking through some really fun stuff. Yeah, I'm really, really looking forward darn to it. Fun. Darn fun. I can't said darn You're gonna have fun. to take the explicit off. Yeah. It's not explicit anymore. You said darn fun. Uh, I only did that just in case. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Such a weirdo. Probably won't ever. But oh wait, Ella, I'll answer this. Uh oh. On this episode of, of Tim needs <laughs> to deal with something. <laughs> so you get a text from the wife that has to do with the kids. It's like, oh no. <laughs> Mine's we'll deal like, with that one later. Ruby's awake again. Uh, no. So, yeah, one of my favorite. I mean, just so fun to sit and have this conversation with you. I don't really have much else, I guess, to cover. Yeah. And I just want to introduce, we yeah. want to close this up and just encourage one another and encourage you. Again, we're in this this thing whatever this thing is called we're hoping that you are following along with us as we follow christ and um and because there's that our flesh is weak but our spirit is willing and mm-hmm. i know that's the case for both of us and, and my prayer is that's the case for you if you need prayer for anything um we're not great at giving advice actually Lenny's really great at it um but there's an opportunity for wisdom, whatever you need, prayer. You can reach out to us, DM, message us. We're having conversations outside of this with people, podcasts, which is really fun. Um, and um, we're just really enjoying it. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for enjoying us. We'll see you guys next season. And we're really excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So may God's grace thank and peace all. be with you. And we'll see you guys next time.